T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, now, more Gresh and Fourier. On WEEI. And streaming on WEEI.com. Janu Smith is gone. Traded today to the Atlanta Falcons. And ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the tampering period of the National Football League. Foyer, what was it like on National Tampering Day when you were in the NFL? They didn't have it. <laughs> Everybody just, did it they illegally. Just, they just had tampering. So wait, so the, the legal tampering... Uh, period is like uh, officially began today, okay, and so uh, the the league year officially starts Wednesday at four p.m. Wednesday four p.m. four p.m. Eastern. The league year officially starts. Mm-hmm. That is when you can start signing these contracts. But you can agree to them now. You, but yeah, but you can announce it. You can release right. it. Right. So what we were saying is, how funny is it? Would it be so? Yeah, uh, you know, 8 a.m. in the morning. Oh, we have agreed in principle to blah, blah, blah. Because the legal tampering period, people are tampering before the legal tampering period. It's like they invented the legal tampering period because people were getting deals done. They say, you know what, just screw it. Let's just admit what's going on. And all they did was just push it back. It's the combine's fault, yeah. quite honestly. Everybody yeah. goes to the combine, and all those guys yeah. have a couple of drinks. And the next thing you know, you got a GM talking to an agent in a stairwell of a Hampton yeah. Inn or something, and yeah. you get the deal done. Yeah. So, I mean, listen, I mean, I don't really think it's hypocritical, to be honest with you. Like, how are you going to really expect these guys not? There are some GMs and some agents who are, I guess, they are by the letter of the law. But those are the ones that don't have any clients. Right. Then there's, <laughs> their then there's Rosenhaus. Yeah. Then there's the smart ones. Allegedly. Who, yeah. And, those, and the, uh, then there's the smart <laughs> ones that do it the right way. They circumvent the rules. Well, and they're, they're doing what is best for their clients. Or at least that's the way they're going to uh, try to sell it. So I hit you with something about five minutes ago that I could see sparked thought in your brain. And it had nothing to do with gambling. Okay. Because we're going to have to unpack that soon. Oh, uh, we will. <laughs> So, correct me if I'm wrong. Yeah. Corner, tackle. Oh, this is in order. No, is, I'm oh, just rolling. No particular order. I'm trying to think. I'm, I'm trying to think it through. Are we so, talking just draft or free agency? I think. I think open. How about this? Needs. Okay. All right. So just okay. needs. All right. Go. Wide receiver, tackle, punter, free safety, corner. Those are five spots 
where you're going to, in theory, want to bring in a veteran. In theory, want to bring in a veteran. Now, does that mean moving Jalen Mills back to safety and signing Jonathan Jones? Is it as simple as just re-signing Jacoby Myers? Is it as simple as saying, hey, man, at 14, we're going to draft us another plug-and-play offensive lineman, and given the going rate in free agency, that's where I'm going to save a bunch of money there. How I think getting a punter, fifth round, listen, if there's one thing Bill Belichick has always been able to do, look at his list of punters that have been here. Faria and I were kind of walking down memory lane a little bit. Uh, Jake Bailey was going to be the highest paid of the bunch, and that's even with inflation and all that, and they figured out a way to get out from underneath that because I said it last year and I was half wrong. Bill Belichick doesn't pay $3 million for punters. So somebody's either going to get drafted or they know there is a dude out there who would be able to handle it for them and it won't cost them a lot of money. So if you're going to do if is, you're going to do a four-way I call it a four-way. Okay. A four-way parlay on sure. all those positions that you just talked about. Uh-huh. Okay. I just wrote them down. Wide receiver, offensive tackle, punter, free safety, and a corner. Okay. We talked about, uh, okay, free agency and the draft. I would say, like, if I was a betting man, but I'm not a betting man. I'm a winner. That's different. Okay, because I just I don't bet I win. He's okay? a winner for at least for today. At even, least for today. I like it how in the other room, even there, like ah, oh, jeez, it says eye rolling everywhere now. You're amazing. All right, would you say because I when you were listening, it was also like you know what they're gonna go vet at every position. I think they're gonna go vet at wide receiver. Oh, here's here's I think they're gonna go vet at offense tackle. They they punter, will free safety and corner. Now those guys that they sign might not be the starters. But they're no. going to have a veteran, a veteran layer of protection. There's Absolutely. no question. Yeah. And then it is, where do they then decide to go with, I would say, the top two picks in the draft become much more important because there won't be a gaping hole on the roster, but there'll be one where it's like, oh, that first-round kid could plug in right here, and he can go and he can play. I go, like, even just thinking about it, I would say – you know, even every one of those positions, they're not like, hey, I'm just a special teams guy. No, well, I want you to, you're going to come in and play. Like, I think those are significant posi- positions because a lot of them, I don't know if you have what you, what you need on your roster. You may need to go outside of Gillette. But I just look at, like, if I just look at it the way it is now, the tight end position now is really set up for a young guy. You get a young guy in there. And then maybe you bring an older 10-year guy that's on a veteran minimum and he's just on the roster. But, no, you're going young with with uh, with uh, like a guy like Hunter Hunter Henry, it's it's too predictable in my book. Um, Trent Brown will probably be back. You need, I think after he's seeing probably all of this, be back. and now is he the right or the left? I, at this point in time, uh, I don't think it matters because you know there was me. There was word like he was upset that he was playing right tackle, and then they moved him to left, and then he wasn't making left tackle money. Right. That's just a rumor. I didn't hear no, that. No, I, I heard the same thing. And you I know. do believe this upcoming season, he is in the seven and a half million neighborhood. Yeah. So, some, you know, it's not starting you left need, tackle money. But. So, let's say you have a left tackle that you love, you move him to right. Let's say you have a right tackle that you love, it's cost effective, you, you just keep him at left. Either way, you locked him in. You hope, you know. Adrian Clem can get something out of him, and he's not just like a disaster. Well, here's the thing. With that first-round pick at 14, there's a lot of different ways they can go. We know they're not taking a punter in the first no. round. Ain't no way in hell. 
I don't think they're going to take a wide receiver in the first round. Nope. Because I don't think there is the real belief that they'd be able to hit on it at the level that they need to. Pick number 14, it, it needs to be like Cole Strange. It needs to get on the field right away. Whether it's a starting corner, whether it's a left tackle or a right tackle, that pick has got to get on the field. What are they really good at drafting? Offensive linemen and corners. If they're going to mitigate their own risk, to me, that 14th pick, if they don't slide down or move it around the board, it feels like one of those two spots in part because, A, if you bought one in free agency, look at Jalen Ramsey. Guaranteed that guy, you know, salary for the next two years at like $19 million per. You try to go sign a real offensive lineman in free agency. Teron Armstead, you know, last year cost, what, $85, 90000000 If you want to make the best use of the pick based on the skill set in Foxborough, and the fact you're going to save the most money, it's screaming O-line or corner. Well, it's funny. is Your last two first-round picks have started opening day. Mm-hmm. Well, That's, no one thinks of that. Because well, one mean, it's, was it's, an offensive lineman, and but they, they don't count. They should. Like Your first-round pick, he should come in and start right away. First-round pick, cornerback, I guess he could start. Like I have, I have... I have 100% belief that they, they whatever they pick in that spot is going to probably – now, if they draft a tight end, he's not going to start. But he'll play. Like, he'll be contributing. He has it, no choice. Would it not be a shock if they took that first – the 14th pick and turned it into a tight end? It'd be shock. Given what they have, given what they need on the roster that is more important – and where they're at, they're in the top 15. Like, again, that doesn't happen around here much. Oh, this draft just got fun. And, oh, it totally To me, it did. just got fun. Because I'll tell you what, don't rule out the fact that they bail out of the first round altogether. Go ahead and that throw be, up. That would not surprise be me. Be mad. Be, uh, yeah, yeah. John and Rhode Island will be all upset if they trade out of that first round pick because, good Lord, you better get somebody sexy. But in all seriousness, if this draft from 30 to 100 is really where it's at, what do you Why think? Of, they uh, you know, I didn't even ask you about this because this uh, this happened the other day. Actually, when I think it happened today. Um, Jalen Ramsey getting traded from the Los Angeles Rams uh, to the Miami Dolphins for uh, a third, a, a third round. No, no, it was a third uh, and a player, a third and Hunter Long, who was a tight, uh, Boston College tight end, right? Okay, uh, who barely played Great. for Miami. No one Fine, cares, but a third round pick. How do you think this impacts the Patriots? Uh, none. I, I I mean I don't think they I look Miami has had two good corners for a while, so if they've got two good corners and you're in love with Jalen Ramsey like a lot of people are, okay fine. I just don't know if you want to look at the the whole. Well, this player over the course of NFL history has proven he's better than this player. Like corner has not really been a problem for Miami the past couple of years. To me, they've strengthened a position of strength. And all they've done is maybe it's one guy out and another guy in. But is Jalen Ramsey come in and have a two-game impact on your football team? I, I'm, I'm not so sure. And that's not to besmirch him necessarily as a player. But if they had no one at corner, or if they only had one good corner and the other got completely pantsed and abused, then I might look at it a little differently. But in the past couple of years... Did you ever look at corner in Miami and be like, boy, they got nobody to cover people? They've spent a ton of money at that no, position. But I, but, I, but it, it is interesting because now you you do have to run an offense against them. And and, and I, I do wonder if the Patriots were even involved in this. 
Because when you think about what they gave up, okay, uh, they're acquiring his salary, uh, a third-round pick, and a tight end. Well, you had a tight end you could have given him. <laughs> well, there is that. Of course, not that price point. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we interrupt this program. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEIs presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Oh, baby! Ian Rappaport, here's the tweet. Sources, colon, the Patriots are expected. Come on. Keep me waiting. Oh, you're reading it. To re-sign standout corner Jonathan Jones, he gets a two-year deal. So, rap sheet, Patriots expected to re-sign Jonathan Jones, he gets a two-year deal. So, now some of the pieces start to come together. You and I touched on earlier, Foyer, when uh, Devin McCourty is out. Do you move Jalen Mills back? If you are going to do that, you need Jonathan Jones. All right, so wow, he's two in. years. Only two years, huh? Uh, Could get a bigger commitment from that? It doesn't. Uh, well, here's the thing. He, isn't years. he 29? I know, but still. He's at that point where it's like, mm, what are they? He didn't want to test free agency then, I guess. I mean, I mean or. Maybe the, you know, legal tampering. There was no real signs there. Well, see, that's the thing is that it makes you wonder how much he sniffed around and found out that the market was a little tepid for. Again, I do believe he's 29 years old. I could be wrong about that. Let me do the old uh, quick uh, Google search there. Yeah, 29-year-old guy. I mean, who's who's signing up to throw five years and $75 million at a 29-year-old corner who's a nice player? Nice player. He's in a great player. He's a nice player. Mm. And he fits in here and he does a good job. Now... John Jones made, uh, or Jonathan Jones made seven million, I think it was, in hard salary last year. So you got to figure it's probably in that neighborhood. You know, they'll funny money the first part of it, just to kind of sort of move the number around a little bit. But it feels like that would be about right. Yeah. No. Okay, that's fine. Okay, so look, look, that that's uh, it's nothing crazy. It's nothing. No one's gonna like yell at. No one's gonna be like, ah, uh, you know, who won the deal? No, it's about right. It's a two-year deal. There's no real long-term commitment. It's not like any of these other deals, these, you know, these Janu Smiths of the world, like, uh, you know, who we can sit there and debate how bad that was for mm-hmm. the for the next. I mean, because John, John, Janu Smith will be listed as one of the worst Bill Belichick signings, you know, to come for a long period of time. Oh, Janu is that, that is, I, okay, just quickly, um, Janu Smith or Dallas Thomas, worst signing? Well, Boy, in the end, it's probably Adelius. Adelius. It's funny. I've seen a lot of people tweet out like worst picks. Antonio Antonio Brown is another one that comes up because well, he signed you know up what? for like one, like two, played like like for like a week. But that was trying to placate Tom Brady, yeah. so there shouldn't be a Patriot fan on earth the bitches about yeah. that one because everybody was screaming at that time. Oh, you got to get people for Brady. Get people for Brady. They get people for Brady. They just happened to sign a knucklehead who imploded. In in a big way. Wow, the worst ones. I mean, Jonu Smith is probably my number one. Based on what he gave you. I mean, he he had one touchdown in this two years. So he had uh he signed a four year fifty million dollar contract. Thirty one of it was guaranteed. And you got for that fifty five catches, five hundred and thirty nine yards and one touchdown. That's 
that's like not even a Pro Bowl. Yeah. Like you're not even getting to the Pro Bowl with those numbers. Like you're not even a, I mean. We probably have two of the five worst signings in the whole Belichick run in mentioning Smith and Adalis Thomas together. They're in the top five and not maybe the top three. We'd have to go back hard and think about, okay, was there ever this big a whiff where you brought in a guy and it was a bad fit or couldn't play or whatever? Those those two take the cake. And I'm you know sure why, there'll be some at three seven ninety three seven who'll be sending them in. You know why uh, Smith is worse because at least Adelius Thomas was balling out like he was already established. He was a stud. Yeah, he was. He, he was, was like Matt stud. Judon, where Matt yeah, Judon wasn't. He his was career. a stud. Smith was like propped up as like the second coming, and this guy's great, and nobody's better than this, and he can run from the backfield. And look at him; he's playing tailback, not a faster guy on the field with his ball in the hands. Like I mean, blah 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 blah. Jenny from the six zero three said. Ocho Stinko, and that's a pretty bad one. Yeah, but he was one year. You didn't devote a ton of money to him. Like you locked into John Smith for four years. That's true. There's no four. doubt. Then Adalis really is multi-year. Com- you really committed to John Smith. Uh, Ocho Stinko was freaking like really one year. Yeah, and with a ton of other weapons, you were just adding to the depth. He was he was never going to be the guy. I mean, Ocho Stinko himself talks about how many guys were in front of him when it came to getting the ball. 617-779-7937. We'll continue to unpack everything going on around the Patriots. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Now, back to the guys. Gresh and Fourier on WEEI. This is breaking news. Breaking news on WEEI is presented by BetQL. Smarter bets start with BetQL. Download the BetQL app or visit BetQL.com today. Well, the Celtics wanted to get in on the breaking news. This from uh, Adrian Wojnarowski and reporting with Pete Thamel as well. Foye and I touched uh, an hour ago on the potential of Damon Stoudemire Heading to become the head basketball coach at Georgia Tech. Well, it looks like that is happening. Stoudemire, according to Woj and Pete Thamel, has informed the Celtics he is accepting the job and making the leak, or making the leap, excuse me, to the ACC. 
So uh, you wondered, mm. Foyer, about this guy hanging around. Nope. You get the job. You got to get right into the recruiting cycle. So now, late in the season, the Celtics are going to lose a, a high-end assistant. And look, um, for as much as this is inconvenient for the Celtics, there's no one over there that's going to stand in Damon Stoudemire's way and say, my God, how dare you pass up this opportunity for personal and career growth you should be sitting here being the third assistant making sure that you know we get Mike Muscala in the game well I mean for uh, an already I would say uh, a questionable coaching situation because the, for me again the biggest the, the most doubt that I had was well it was on Joe Mazzula and then and, and, and you know and 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 the coaching staff um who's the guy that went to Utah Cause think about that so became the head coach. Oh my guy, I can't remember his last first name. It doesn't matter. It's irrelevant. The fact is that the coaching staff is losing a very, I think, a very important is it Will aspect. Hardy, I think, or something is like it, that. Like, yeah, Will Hardy, yeah. I think it was. Uh, yeah. um, the coaching staff. Uh, so I know, like you, you can look at what players say about the assistant coaches. I know Jalen Brown loves Damon Stoudemire. I know uh, Jason Tatum has talked glowingly of him. Also, same with Marcus Smart, and and a lot of it is geared towards his. The fact that he played 13 years in, in the NBA, played for like four different teams, you know, understands this, what it may, what it takes to be a pro, like a little bit more than some other coaches who you know don't have the the same reputation as, as Stoudemire. And I think that you need as many, like you know, relevant, mature, you know, experienced voices with that coaching staff as possible. Knowing who else is he leaning on? All right. Well, one of the things that has happened to Joe Missoula in the last 15 games is that people have criticized his coaching strategy. So how big a part of it was Damon Stoudemire's voice in all of this? If we were sitting here and there's a lot of folks who are like, oh, he doesn't call timeouts, he doesn't do this, he doesn't do that, then are we then overvaluing what Stoudemire really brought to the staff? Because if he's screaming you got to call timeouts as a former point guard – which Joe Mazzulla was in college, by the way, hey, then the head we, coach ain't listening to him. We have seen uh, a professional coaching staff uh, that was, uh, you know, uh, over their head just create major dysfunction and chaos. Just saw it down south. Uh, down sure, south of here Matt Patricia. Okay. Well, there's one guy. Um, I think Joe, uh, Joe Judge was a big problem also, sure. in my own opinion. Listen, I'm not saying that it's the be-all, end-all. It may not make a difference whatsoever. But if the biggest question mark is keeping the 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 players and the personalities and the you know the egos in check, and then also you know being a you know a shoulder to cry on and you know someone who can give advice, timely advice, I don't know. I think it's kind of a big deal. Now it may not. Most people say it doesn't matter whatsoever. He's just another coach that is just rebounding and you know and, and passing the ball to the guys so they can shoot. Here's the thing: if they replace Damon Stoudemire. Can you find someone who has a bigger veteran presence? So, and look, I haven't thought about this deep. Me neither. But, you know, I wonder if there is a friend of Brad or a friend maybe, of... Maybe or, it is Brad. Or a friend of Missoula's. <laughs> well, that would never happen, but it's kind of funny. Um, you know, it makes me wonder if there is just a veteran guy out there who maybe didn't have a job this year where it's, hey... We'll overpay you to come in for what we hope are like four more months of the season. 
can you come in and lend a hand and sort of help us out? A former head coach, a former someone who isn't looking to necessarily get back in the game full time, but this would be an interesting thing to kind of be a part of here. You jump on the train late, you ride it as long as you can, you hop off, you collect your check, you go home. I wonder what the plan is there because it would surprise me if they just left that spot open. Well, I don't know if like anyone you bring in right now makes that big of a difference. And somebody that maybe you elevate somebody else. And when you look at the list of like maybe it's just a, you know, uh, it's a, it's a, you know, just a lower level assistant coach, or maybe it's a, you know, player enhancement coach, which sounds interesting. A that's player the enhancement coach. That's a, that's a no, title. but isn't this Joe Missoula's first real hire? He wasn't the head coach before. Well, and Ime so, hired Stoudemire. Exactly. So now this is who has Joe Missoula? Does Joe Missoula have a card in his back pocket where he says, hey, I've been talking with Damon. I knew about this chance. Here's the guy I want. Yes. That's Absolutely. The, that will be very curious. Is it Brad Stevens who says. He's not the interim coach anymore. Well, that's right. And is it Brad Stevens who says, hey, here's my friend from, you know, Jeffersonville, Indiana, <laughs> yeah. or is it, uh, or does Joe Missoula say, no, 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 here's the guy I want to bring in and here's why. I, I guess ultimately an older coach that has already won could probably navigate it. And maybe we're not even thinking, it's like, who gives a crap if, 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 a, if a coach left, um, uh, you know, Eric Spolster's staff, I don't think Budenholzer would be like completely dysfunctional. You know, if he lost one of his assistant coaches, in this regard, I do feel like it's a you can it's a little bit more significant based on the precarious position. I think the coaching staff is coaching is all together. That's all, and it may not it may be minuscule, it may not make a difference, but under the circumstances, based on where this team is at, the stretch of after they lost to Brooklyn on that Friday and that twenty eight point loss. Now since then they've beaten Portland and they've beaten Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I still feel like it, the coaching staff is ultimately my biggest concern. Maybe it's he's so far down. I don't think he is. I think, again, I just I feel like I'm making this more into something. But there's still that's the biggest area of uh, issue that I have with this team. Well, uh, do they go defense? Because we know defense has not been what it was last year. Now maybe a lot of that was Eme. I don't know. There's a lot of different ways they can go. Uh, just as we were kind of talking about it. Uh, someone said, "Name McMillan," and of course, you always get the oh, bring right. it. He's, he's free now. There's always get the bringing KJ and Paul Pierce. Yeah, yeah, yeah. no, they're not. No, Paul Pierce couldn't handle an ESPN gig. Correct. Okay, he was like, "What? I can't. I can't Instagram live strippers and, and drugs and alcohol." And yeah, those, those guys want to get in. You guys don't in. like that. Those guys all want to get in at 6 a.m. to break down film before no, practice. No, they'll be on HBO where they can curse and not give a crap. But they're not. They're not working. For from Mickey Mouse. Someone says Frank Vogel and uh, Brad Stevens are close. So is that, you know, one of those deals where... You probably just end up... Ele- like, all the guys that are on the staff right now are just kind of looking through it. It's yep. like, okay, so they were all Emay's guys, and David Stonemeyer was. So I wonder if you just sit there and go, guys, we're fine with who we have. I don't think you're making any And they changes. might. You know what? And that's the thing. You might be right. Maybe... Maybe that's what they do, and just say, "Yeah, you know what? You're too far in the process." I mean, how many games are left? Fourteen, something like that. What are we left with? You know, there's not even that many games left. I'm just, uh, 
I'm pulling up how many uh, games are left. Let's see here. Celtics have played uh, 68 games. So what are you looking at there? 14 left. That's not bad for a show that has had a terrible time doing math. <laughs> normally, normally we've got issues on that. But, yeah, I mean, you're right, Christian. But, again, is this the, okay, I've been waiting for this. Let me bring in my guy from Joe Missoula. So, again, if you're just joining us in the breaking news. Got two breaking news. Uh, that's right. We've got a lot of Patriots stuff that we're going to uh, continue to unpack. But according to Adrian Wojnarowski and Pete Thamel, looks like Damon Stoudemire is going to leave the Celtics as an assistant to go become the new head basketball coach at Georgia Tech. If you're uh, not following us on Twitter, well, shame on you. That's a big problem, and you need to fix that. Gresh Fourier, W-E-E-I. Get us on Instagram, Gresh and Fourier. And the Patriots news has been hot and heavy today. Jonu Smith traded to the Atlanta Falcons for a seventh-round pick. Jonathan Jones uh, coming back on a two-year deal. That, according to uh, Ian Rappaport. And let's go to Adam in Philadelphia, who wants in on the Patriots. Regression Fourier. Hello, Adam. Hey, guys. How you doing? What's hey. up? I'll tell you, it's a lot of fun living in Philly being a Pats fan. But um, either way, quick question for you guys. So, with Jonu Smith going away and with Billy Bri- Bill O'Brien coming in and Bill O'Brien loving two tight ends, I know you guys said a tight end potentially couldn't start, but what do you guys think about the guy from Notre Dame <clears throat> in uh, Oregon State? I think it's uh, Mayer and Musgrave. Yeah, I think uh, I think Musgrave Adam is going to get a lot of run. I know that there were people who, uh, and in just trying to do a quick cursory search on this, I guess there were some who came away a little unimpressed with the tight end uh, from Notre Dame Mayer after a little bit of that process. Now, again, I think it's still going to show that Mayer is going to be the top guy on the board. But I don't think they need to go there, and I don't think they're going to go there. You know, one of the things that you do whenever you let a higher-priced player go is you're looking for the cheaper replacement because then it will turn into here's the cap number for John U. here's the money that was left over. If we bring in a rookie who's only going to make $800,000 but someone that fits better than John U., then they look at it as a, we took that other $3 million and bought this player. Hey, we made it all work, da-da-da, from the math standpoint. I don't think they have to go high-end to bring in a tight end necessarily. Uh, no, I don't think they do either. I don't, uh, but you do. You are looking for somebody that you know. You don't want a developmental guy. They like that. They must like this tight end group for them to do this. I I think it has less to do with that and more to do with they just don't like Johnu Smith. Then why wait till now? Well, listen, they. I mean, what do we? Why wait till now? They they found. I think they were. That was always in the mix. It was always about when could we do it. I think they realized. After really even the first year he was here, like they they have all the information they need on him. They know he's not going to get any better. They know what he can do well. They know he's not worth it. They know they overpaid him. The dude has one touchdown in two years. He's mm-hmm. been hurt a bunch. Fifty five catches, fifty million dollars, thirty five guaranteed. Like that's we are we got screwed. We missed. Let's admit it. So even if they didn't plan on going younger, they just wanted him off the books. Thank God Aguilar is off the book. I mean, two guys. Aguilar only signed a two-year deal, but they still paid him a grip load of money. But the difference is you knew Aguilar was leaving after this year. I know, but like if you, you prepared for it, this was a choice. Well, dead weight. What I mean, listen, they they know this if this if he was worth it, if he, if he was giving you 55 catches a year, 
and he was healthy, you just you listen. Maybe you restructure his contract, but he's not taking any less money. So think about it. So the um, uh, so the, the the Atlanta Falcons, whose coach Arthur Smith was like we talked about offensive coordinator offensive in Tennessee, Tennessee yep. pretty much you know was a big reason why he got the opportunity to get paid because he was in that office. Now he's the head coach in uh, in Atlanta, and he's got Kyle Pitts, and now he's got Jonu Smith, and he's also got the last two years of his contract. Paying him, I don't know what, I don't know, whatever's left. I don't even know what's left. But oh, they're still uh, paying him. Yeah. Uh, you mean uh, John U? Yeah. Uh, yeah, I know that there was, well, there was like money guaranteed in the salary or whatever. It doesn't open up a ton of money for the Patriots, but it opens up the spot. And you've got the ability now with one of the things that happened over the weekend is that the Patriots got an extra fourth round pick that gives them another bit of currency to be able to move up or down the board if they want to. You know, they could take a four and a six and flip it for a third pretty easily if they want because they've got a gaggle of uh, sixth round picks as well. So they they can go at a cheaper tight end. See, that's where I think uh, – the way I'm reading this is they wanted to move on from Janu. They needed a look at the tight end group. And I think that's why the coming out of the combine really matters. What came first? Oh, the, they were sick of him. It they was, were sick of him. I think they were oh, done I with agree. him in la, middle of last year. I think that they had realized that it, it just because I thought he was one of my guys. Okay, uh, he needed to take the biggest leap as far as improvement. It was worse last year. He did. He went backwards. Now, I thought a new OC would help, but maybe a third one in three years wouldn't fit. But I think they looked at this group, and it was like, okay, this this good. Because a lot of times we'll hear, boy, this position's loaded. And then it's like, eh, how come all those guys went in like the fourth and the fifth round? doesn't feel like it with this tight end group. It feels like there are guys there. And to me, it was, all right, we got to sink our teeth into the group a little bit. We know we're going to be able to get somebody that's going to be able to be a compliment. And don't you think there's got to be a veteran free agent coming in as well? Mid-level veteran guy not doesn't pricey. cost you a ton of No, of course not. not pricey. But it's the, hey, if I got to live with this guy opposite Henry, yeah. I know we can survive kind yeah. of thing. I can see that. Absolutely. They may need to do that, actually, to be honest with you. You're uh, you're right. Now, I know that we have run amok with Patriot news today, but what is going on in New York with the Jets? And did the president of the Green Bay Packers, Mark Murphy, make a bit of a verbal faux pas when it came to talking about one Aaron Rodgers? We'll let you hear that, and we'll discuss next. W-E-E-I, W-E-E-I, New England Sports Original. No matter where you work from these days, take Gresh and Fourier with you on the Odyssey app. Favorite W-E-E-I. The legal tampering period in the NFL has begun. The Patriots have shipped out Jonu Smith. They are reportedly re-signing Jonathan Jones to a two-year deal to come back. So the building of the 2023 Patriots has begun. 1247, Gresham Foyer here with you. Don't forget, download the Odyssey app. Make sure you have the Odyssey app. You can listen to us wherever you go. And if you miss any of the show, you can always get it on the uh, podcast page for Gresham Foyer at weei.com. So 
one of the things that you and I have not gotten into very much is the prospect of Aaron Rodgers ending up a member of the New York Jets. Now, there are many things that need to happen, Foyer, to the point to where there are some out there, small hmm. minority, okay. who think that, nah, I don't know if this is ever going to happen. Rodgers is a funny dude. Uh, Green Bay is going to have to eat some of the money to be able to make this palatable. It's a, it's a complicated deal. So some wondered, is this really going to happen? Well, uh, for those who don't know, the Green Bay Packers do not have an owner. They also have a faux scheme of the, oh, I own shares in the team and da-da-da, right? Yeah. Are they going to have an investor call? They're powerless <laughs> shareholders. It's like people who own WWE stock. I'm there for the dividend, but Vince McMahon controls everything. Uh, Mark Murphy is the president of the Green Bay Packers, therefore kind of the de facto person who speaks for the organization. Asked a question from a reporter was Mark Murphy about the similarities of the end of the run at Brett Favre and where they're at with Aaron Rodgers. And listen to Mark Murphy very carefully and how he compares Favre and Rodgers. It happens in our game. You know, nobody, very few players play for only one team. Uh, and, you know, obviously Brett had a great career. Aaron had a great career here. And uh, regardless of what happens, you know, Aaron will – be in the Pro Football Hall of Fame, he'll be in our Hall of Fame, and we'll bring him back, or retire his number. And, uh, but this is just one of the things that you go through as a team. And, uh, you know, again, we want to try to achieve something that's good for both uh, Aaron and us. Remember when Terry Glenn went <laughs> on Sports Final and they did, you did? Yes, I D I D did. <laughs> This is Had, H-A-D, uh, Had. Brad had a great career. Aaron had a great career here. Had, past tense. Is that an indicator of what's to come? Absolutely. He's gone. Yeah, it He's like gone. It. Now, it only depends on whether he, if he, he doesn't want to stay. First of all, do you think Green Bay wants him to stay? I think now they're done with him. I think they're one hundred percent done. Realize they, go back yeah. into the darkness and hopefully go back in. We don't we don't like the decision. Go back into the darkness for another three days. That's right. Come back with the answer that we all want. Yeah, right. Which is, I don't I, either. I want to retire <laughs> or I want to play for another team. Punk Satani Rogers. Yeah, it go back in like your hole and come out the yeah. right way. Tell us though if you see your shadow or not. <laughs> I do think yes. Yeah, so uh, he's gone, and man, I cannot believe that the the, the Jets are going to do this, aren't they? The Jets are going to do well, this. Well, they're going to try. The Jets flew out. Uh, the the everybody. Jets flew out. Everybody, private jet, you know, to go see Aaron Rodgers. Let's make sure. I, I guess the only thing I would want to know from him is, like, are, you, are we going to do this every year? I mean, 18 years is a long time. You've played a long time in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Do you really? Can you, can you Tom Brady this? Can he? Recommit. There is something to having a new address. Everything's new, new challenges. You just board, just new everything, new division out of the NFC into the AFC, playing teams twice a year that you, I mean, you may luckily play once a year. No, this is, this could probably re energize him for a year. I think he's good for one more year. I think it's probably two. Well, no, no. Physically, his body will be there, but mentally, he'll be Dunsky. Well, here's the uh, – if you are the GM and the head coach with the Jets, you have to make this move to try to save your own ass. So, from the Joe Douglas and Robert Sala end of things, I wonder if they even care if it's more than a year. Because isn't the guess 
Now, again, you never assume they can ask out of you and me. Yes, sir. But if you're Joe Douglas, the GM of the Jets, do you even really go down that road and care? Don't you assume that if you bring in Aaron Rodgers and you win 11 or 12 games and you make the playoffs, that he's going to want to come back for another year? He'll want the organization to improve. But if you're the GM who, if this fails, he's out, right? They bring in Aaron Rodgers. They go 8-9. and nine. They're blowing everybody out in that front office and the coaching staff and all that and figuring out how to reboot once again. Kind of feels like Custer's last stand here I, with the I existing do. management group. I, I think that – so I think Favre is an exception to the rule – Goes to the Jets and almost has a better year with Minnesota. Came pretty close to going to the Super Bowl with that team. I think once you leave, your first year is always your best. Always your best. See Tom Brady. I mean, there's, and I would say most free agents, you're just, especially if you stay with one team for a long period of time, it's always your best. The second year, the novelty kind of wears off. The newness kind of wears off. And now, like, you're not going to another team. Aaron Rodgers wouldn't go to nope. another team. So now you have to just... I don't know. I, I do think you add him, you go to the playoffs. That, to me, I think is pretty much a guarantee. And you can have three teams from a division go to the playoffs. Like, the AFC East could have three teams. No doubt. And I don't think this means doom and gloom for the Patriots. I think the Patriots are going to be highly competitive in the division. Mm-hmm. Highly competitive, even with Rodgers. And to your point, last week, the Patriots have good success against Rodgers. They, I mean, with a good team, take out last year when Zappi was the quarterback. Well, the best thing went into overtime. The best thing for the Patriots is that you got Robert Sala on the sidelines down there. You can have Aaron Rodgers. You can have, you know, you can have Tom Brady on that team. People are still going to be like, uh, Sala in a big Na- spot. Yeah, but Nathaniel Hackett, your buddy, oh, your favorite, your buddy. favorite coach. Oh, well, yeah. Hi, maybe. Oh, well, maybe I'll get to call some plays. Yeah. Oh, well. I'll go to break dance for everybody. Yeah. <laughs> Zero out slot left. Oh, I forgot the call. Go ahead, Aaron. You just do what you want. That's what he's going to do. It's the perfect situation. That it guy's is, an it's idiot. too easy. Yeah, good. Good. You, right, you, need, an a, you need a co- you yes. need a good quarterback to take care of an idiot yes. OC. Yes, that's what it is. Like you it's too easy. He doesn't want to play. Man, you just but think about it. If you have to really convince him. If you have to convince them, like, eh, how is it? I think he's going to be into it. I think they have one good year that I think the wheels just fall off. And then every – you just drafted Zach Wilson. Miss. You missed on that one. Now, in order to fix the the, the that draft pick, you got to go overpay for Aaron Rodgers? You better freaking work. So, Jonu Smith is out. Looks like Jonathan Jones is staying. Now what else for the Patriots? 617-779-7937. And we also want to enter the world of non-imagination land, Mm -hmm. but we're going to try to decipher perception versus reality. Foyer heard something that sparked thought, and he will make you think next. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Baseball is back, and so is MLB.tv. Watch every out-of-market, regular-season game on your favorite streaming devices. Anywhere, anytime, all season long. Follow the action live or on demand. Track four games at once with multi-view mode. And catch up with in-game highlights. Plus, original programs, minor league broadcasts, and local pre- and post-game shows. Go to MLB.tv to start your free trial today. Blackout and other restrictions apply. Major League Baseball trademarks used with permission.